Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Aerosmith with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Now we got hockey. We got we got that much going for us to look forward to. We got hockey. But you got 12 months to wait for that Boston Celtics championship. Yeah. On the uh, uh, the positive side, they're listed as 6-1 to one favorites. Are they? All well, right. it's, that's still behind Golden State to repeat it, 5-1. to one. But ah, still, 6-1. Well, to one, Yeah. I'll... Uh, I'd almost be willing to take those odds. Speaking of sports, it's National Mascot Day today. We could use a mascot. And as I was saying at the end of yesterday's show, my least favorite piece of clothing has its own day today. And that is? I'm going to reveal it. Coming up. You're not going to wear it, are I'm, you? I'm so angry, I can't even talk about it right now. It's 535. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551. And Pink Floyd with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. So around 11 or noon today, we might get some thunderstorms. Some of them might be heavy early afternoon. We might even get 40 to 60 mile per hour wind gusts and might even get some hail up to a half an inch in size. So beware. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. So, uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are walking to their car in New York City on Wednesday night. Wait, is this the start of a joke? Sounds like it is, doesn't it? And uh, fans were crowding around them trying to get autographs and selfies, and one guy got too close and actually tripped Rita. She didn't fall down, but it was the last straw for Tom. He stopped, turned back towards the crowd, and yelled, quote, this is my wife! Back the F off! And that did the trick, by the way. It uh, backed them all off. You know, I had a feeling that guy was loaded with rage. But, you know, I mean, I was thinking about him the other day because he's one of these guys that will just randomly walk into weddings on the beach or walk up to people and say, and like, hey, I'm Tom Hanks. Like, let's take a picture with me. And, yeah. and then all of a sudden, everybody wants his picture at once, and now he's saying, back off. Well, I mean, it's one thing to do it voluntarily, but if someone's you know muscling in on uh, on his wife, well, you, you know, you gotta you gotta stand up for your lady. Yeah. On, a, on a side note, have you ever heard Rita Wilson's music? No, she's actually pretty good. Really, she's got a set of pipes on her. No she's, kidding. Yeah, she's uh, she performs very well. And you talk about her vocal cords, right? When you say pipes, yeah. Okay. No, she's talking about the plumbing. Just curious. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. But I, uh, yeah, I, you always wonder where the guy who seems that nice yeah. is just like naturally loaded with uh, suppressed rage. Oh, yeah. And it only yeah, comes yeah. out in certain moments. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Or, or yeah. is he ever allowed to do that? I mean, is that really yeah, he's allowed, qualify I mean, his rage just because well, it ha- I mean, like. You I rarely don't... see it. He's like one of those yes. guys you think is always a wonderful right. guy. Like Andy Griffith. Right. You, could you imagine that guy getting all pissed off? I bet, he, I bet he did. One of the worst interviews we ever did on radio years ago was with Hal Linden. And I thought, Barney Miller is being a dick on the radio? Really? Really? Was he but, just rising up to the level of the people who was, he was talking to? Maybe. But I guess my I mean, point cause is... Because that could happen, too. Anyone could have a bad moment, I guess. I don't know. How about that? Uh, I don't know why, but we're still debating whether or not Kim Kardashian damaged Marilyn Monroe's dress when she wore it to the Met Gala. There's, Hmm. like, different accounts on what happened to this dress. Ripley's, believe it or not, owns the dress, and for the record, they say she did not. But just in case she did, people are naming other iconic dresses that Kim should not be allowed to wear. Just in case. Like Bjork's swan dress. 
Mm. Remember that one? Yeah. I do. Or Britney Spears denim dress. I don't remember that. I think that was the MTV Movie Awards that she wore that. Uh, yeah, I don't remember uh, that. The Wizard of Oz Dorothy uh, dress. Harry Styles wore for a Halloween cost concert. Harry, they let Harry Styles wear the but, Judy but, Garland. But Kim couldn't pull it off? I bet you Kim would look terrific. Well, it's not that she can't pull it off. It's that do we trust her after the damage that she already did to Marilyn Monroe's dress? I like the green dress that J-Lo wore years ago. That was a good dress. Yeah. Well, more like what was in it. but Or Lady Gaga's meat dress. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to that one? That's one on the list, too. But that she just, wouldn't allow to be aware of that. I'm like, that, that, rot. that would be the perfect one for her to wear. Oh, my God. The last time I had a meat dress was when I had meat sweats on the lips between the hips. And that sex tape he converges on you porn for $39.95. And Caitlin? No, there's nothing. Oh, there. there's nothing there. Okay. I've, I've had the meat sweats before. <laughs> Not as often. It's like two, Not- not as often as it used to. It's like two canned hams with a slice of pizza hanging down the middle. <laughs> a uh, juror in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial spoke anonymously yesterday about how Amber's crocodile tears staring at the jury and facial expressions weren't believable. He also said her story didn't add up and the majority of the jury saw her as the aggressor. Really? Yeah, because they were seeing her as she is. I wonder if, uh, you know, the internet had any influence on these folks. You know, they say, how are you supposed to sequester a jury for anything in this day and age when when your access to entertainment news and, and well, you're social not, I mean, media is everywhere? I mean, you're not supposed to, but I mean, who's not looking at TikToks when they leave the jury room? You know, that thing didn't come down to legal advice. It came down to acting advice. And I think Johnny Depp got better acting coaching than Amber Heard did or proved that he's a better actor in general. You know, whoever it was that was advising him said, you know, crack some jokes, smile a little bit, you know, have fun with it. And he did. And I think he curried favor with not only the people in the courtroom, but also those of us watching from afar, whereas she came off as a jerk. Well, I mean... From from all for all intents, all the people that live in tents and the poipuses out there, mm-hmm. the porpoises, uh, poipuses, right? It's poipuses. Um, <laughs> he's an alcoholic. He clearly has <laughs> like an addiction because any of those videos that she recorded him, he was drunk most of those times that he was, in, especially pouring the big giant right. bottle of wine into the. But maybe he was self medicating because he was in a horrible relationship. Well, that's where I was going with that. Mm-hmm. You know. How could you not do that, listening to that all day long? Well, and as drunk as he may have been, he wasn't taking a crap on the bed. Yeah, she was the one who did that. Yeah. Man. You know what? Can you imagine being known for that for the rest of your life? Like, you can never date anybody ever again. Hey, I I heard what you did at Johnny's house. It's what destroyed Divine's acting career. Didn't, didn't think of it Why, that way. she crapped on the bed, too? Go check out the Pink Flamingo someday. Oh, was that the, uh, was she consumed something? Yes, yes. Ah, oh, that's yeah. That's the one. I, yes, I yes. remember that. that never, ruined- get, never got a legitimate good film role after that. I'm pretty sure she didn't have a good, or he, what is it, he or she? Was it a, was, was <laughs> good Divine question, a man? Steve, good question. Let's just say Divine was a marvelous performer. Mm-hmm. I, uh, what was the movie she was in with Ricky Lake? Hairspray. Hairspray. I remember that. John, right. John Waters classic. Yeah, They're D- all John Waters classics. Divine was hot mm. in that one. <laughs> okay. And how? If it uh, weren't for Chris Hemsworth's first job repairing and cleaning breast pump machines, he might not be an actor. The boredom from the job gave him time to think about what he really wanted to do, <laughs> and that was to act. Wow. 
You know, I'm sick of cleaning out these nipple pinchers all day long. Uh, I need to do something with my life. There's got to be another way. There has to be another way. A sealed Back to the Future VHS tape sold for $75,000, which was a record. It belonged to an actor who played Biff. It belonged to the actor who played Biff, which I can't remember his name. Wilson. Right. Tom Wilson, maybe? Yeah, Something, Tom Wilson. Something right. like that, yeah. yeah. And even included a handwritten note from him. You know, $75,000 for a videotape. He had an extra skill, by the way. He was a very good tuba player, apparently. I saw him play the tuba on The Tonight Show one time. It's very good. He does music and comedy. He does like does a he? whole... Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, it's like a, huh. he, he hasn't been around here in a long time, hmm. but... Uh, that's his act. Do you uh, can you tell the difference between say a good tuba player <laughs> from a half-rate tuba player? Damn good question. Maybe the size of the tuba because there are different sizes, right? There's like the little one, and then there's that enormous one. Dude, you are overthinking everything. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm just sticking with my skin flute over here. Right? Yeah, that's something you can I'll play be playing well. that all day long. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh yeah. Remember the first time you tried a McDouble or a McChicken? They were perfect. You were perfect. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, you can't win them all. That's what people tell you when they got nothing left to say. The same thing as telling somebody there's plenty of fish in the sea, or there's always work at the post office, or the camera always ends t- adds 10 pounds. These are the things we belch out of our mouths when we're at a loss for words. Like, what am I supposed to say about the Boston Celtics? Last night, the Celtics handed the Golden State Warriors their fourth championship in eight years, losing Game 6 by a score of 103-90. to To say it was a bad night would be putting it mildly. For example, you might wonder, how did they do during the third quarter? Well, that was the only quarter in which they played well. It was those other quarters where they played like straight-up trash. How bad was it? Well, during last night's watch party at Fenway Park, more than half the people in attendance walked out of the place with two minutes left to play, shouting out statements like, F Golden State. Well, since that would be physically impossible from 3,000 miles away and would also be inconvenient since Golden State was far too busy passing around the NBA championship trophy to assume any kind of sexual position, F Golden State, please, the Celtics F themselves. Look, I don't know. Uh, I know we all wanted the Celtics to win their 18th championship. I know I certainly did. But the problem with the NBA Finals is that somebody has to lose. And since 1946, the Celtics have only lost the NBA Finals three other times. 2010, 87, and 1985. In other words, you really can't win them all. It would, however, be nice to not have to go a 14-year gap in between winning these championships, but it shows that the Celtics simply have a hell of a lot more work to do. And we as fans are simply going to have to wait another year before we can get our chance to turn over police vehicles and set things on fire. So like I said, there's always next year. So keep your fingers crossed because we're all overdue for breaking stuff and celebrating. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Weber Kettle Grill is the archetype charcoal grill. A Weber gas grill fires up fast. The big green egg can roast an entire chicken. A Traeger wood fire grill can smoke a pork butt. Rocky's is your grilling destination. All the grills, all the gear. Go to Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 
mama. To back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be disgusting today. Ah. Like uh, muggy. It's already. I can already feel it outside this morning. It's uh, it's going to be a high of 85, but they're going to see th- thunderstorms and. Oh, I'm sorry. Thunder boom booms. Don't you start with that stuff. And then uh, and then tomorrow everything cools off. It's only going to be a high of 66. And it's, it's 67 right now in downtown Springfield. What would the weather emoji be for, as you said, disgusting weather today? Is there any special emoji that would capture that? Or not? Uh, it's just a picture of uh, Brian Lapis uh, <laughs> eating a burrito. Okay. <laughs> That's the disgusting weather emoji. Nobody wants to see Nobody that. Nobody should ever no. have to endure that visual in their head. All right. So I'm playing some golf this weekend. Um, Where are you going? Uh, Crestview again. Crestview yep. is always a good place with, to go with my buddies. It's one of the things on on the, the you know the list of the places where we have the golf pass, right? Yeah, yeah. You get the golf Crestwood, Crestview, Crestview, right? Right. See, there's a Crestwood in Rehoboth, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. yes. I always confuse the two. I do and too. Then the, and then there's Bushwood. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and you are not welcome at Bushwood. There's no gambling at Bushwood either. Whereas at Crestview, I think you can. I don't. Listen, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. Yep. Get to, you guys doing anything for the big Father's Day weekend? You got big plans? Mm, no, actually, uh, no. <laughs> but that's part of being a father is just having nothing to do, right? Whereas moms want to do something and want to be regular. We fathers just want to be left alone. You know, it, it really is the most forgotten holiday there is. I saw some video, some comedian talking about how, you know, in the list of, uh, of holidays, you know, number one is Christmas. Uh, number two is Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and number twenty is is Father's Day. So there's there's like seventeen because, other holidays in between. Yeah. There's Jesus, there's Mom, and then there's everything else under the bottom of the list is Dad. Mm-hmm. We don't really care. That's that's yes. what it comes down to. Yeah, I agree. I I really it doesn't like it doesn't. I don't know. My kids, uh, the, the, we have good times uh, other times other than the one day of the year, well, and that's uh, <clears throat> every day is Father's Day. Mm-hmm. All three of my children are now technically adults, yeah. so uh, you know, the only thing that I really care about, the only thing I really want for Father's Day mm-hmm. or a birthday or even Christmas is the gift of their time. That's it. Yeah. Spend some time with me. That would be... <laughs> Enough and, for me, and they're at the age where they don't want to do that at all. Right. Well, I know that's that's why that's why I insist upon it because see that's what makes it special. Right, and but but not too much time, you know, just enough. I think. No, then I mean, there's they, like a cutoff. I think. Oh I yeah, know. listen, they, they the time issue is never really the issue. It's, right. I mean, or the length of time is not the issue. Just the fact that there's time at all at, yeah, uh, yeah. at their young adulthood. You're, you're really not looking for an award or anything. You're just looking for a, quote, honorable mention. Just a mention. Just a, I'll get the call from my son, who's now 35. I'll get the call, and I probably won't pick it up, or he'll engineer it so that it goes directly to my voicemail so he doesn't have to talk to me. That's probably what will happen. You ever see an award show where mm-hmm. someone says, you know, it's just an honor just to be nominated? Yes. That's yes. kind of what Father's Day yeah. has become. Yeah. It's just an mm-hmm. honor just to know that, mm-hmm. okay, I'm somebody's father and mm-hmm. they've and they've decided to call. Like, that would be enough. Yeah. Maybe a phone call would be good. I don't, I don't need a big expensive gift to right. prove that I'm your father. Right. I just need either Maury Povich... <laughs> Or, or, or just an acknowledgement that uh, that I'm your father. <laughs> I just want to get stoned and eat a pizza. That's uh, pretty much like every other day of my life. Right. But just, you don't want anybody to get in your way of doing it. 
That's right. I yeah. want I just want peace and quiet and a pizza and lots of gummies. Yeah. Now and getting really stoned. In all fairness, though, on Mother's Day, mm-hmm. you know, we make we tend to make a big deal mm-hmm. out of Mother's Day. You know, like a Mother's mm-hmm. Day brunch or a very expensive gift. Yes. Or whatever it is. Flowers, bouquet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but what does Dad get? He gets a big bag of bumpkiss is what he gets. It's okay well, though. Who cares? Yes. You, I, I'm just I'm just saying I listen, I'm not looking for a big celebration. I'm just looking for a little bit more equality. I'm so tired of men being treated as uh, not being equal. That's <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. You know, there's like no equality in this world anymore. And so things have become so unfair. Very Anybody? unfair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel I, me? I, I really I really don't. You're complaining <laughs> about something that really doesn't need to be complained about. I, I I just I there's nothing uh, that I have I don't have any plans I got no, I got nothing going on, uh, and that's kind of the way I like it. Mm-hmm. Yep, same here. Yeah, I got yep. nothing. Yep. Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna my friend that I'm dating. Uh, we're gonna do uh, Netflix and chill again Saturday night. And uh, <sighs> the idea of you saying that is just kind of all right. We're yeah. gonna watch a movie. How about that? Yes, but you know what Netflix and chill means, right? I know. Well, it doesn't have to mean that. So you don't have to go to that route. Okay. This is where I'm going to stop you because this is where, you know, and and I know I'm not trying to insult you, but this is the generational difference. Mm -hmm. When you say things like that, Mm -hmm. you have to know what they mean. And that means watching a movie and not even watching the movie, but banging while you're doing it. No, that won't happen. We like to watch the movie, and we like the other stuff, too. Yes, and it's just a reflection of the life stage that you're in, yeah. because and, it, it, it gets to a point where you don't do that anymore. And, you just want to watch the movie. And I'm okay with that, but I like both of them, is what I'm saying. We just don't like to mix them together. By the way, we're watching Jerry and Marge Go Large with, <laughs> with Brian Cranston. Sounds like a porn movie. I oh, know. I think I saw the preview for that. It's supposed uh, to be very yeah. good, and, and I thought it would be good because... It's a couple from Michigan trying to game the Massachusetts lottery and successfully doing so. Oh, okay. So I, I thought it was more like a like a softcore adult film with a lot of bad jazz and you know <laughs> you know things you know incense being burned in a darkened room. Yeah, that would be Jerry and Lar- Jerry and Marge go small. Yeah, probably. that's right. Not large if it's soft porn. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think we have any uh, specific uh, plans that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. You know, things, you know, we we like to shoot from the hip a little bit. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. uh, that's how dangerous we can be. It sounds like Dave's going to have the most successful Father's Day out yeah. of all three. Of us. I, and yeah, and and your son's going to be you know miles away. Right. Exactly. And by the way, the other thing we're doing, and I could use some tips on this, maybe for later in the show, is we're going to hike um, Mount Tom. I've never been there, but I've taught you know passed by it thousands of times. We're gonna hike Mount. Oh, you, you can see the uh, the memorial where the plane crashed into the side of the mountain back in World War II. I don't know about that. So yeah, I'll be looking. A, okay, you got to walk up the access road okay. where all the radio antennas are. All right, and it's like it's like a straight incline up. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we could maybe handle that. So, and I, I guess there's a bunch of different trails. For the Mount Tom State Park uh, yeah, Reservation? You know? I don't know any of the. I, I just know how to get to the top from that access road where where, where the uh, somebody took uh, an engineer took me up there mm-hmm. years ago, back uh, like twenty years ago when I worked for that other radio station. Right, and it's like the road is uh, maybe about just the width of a car, mm-hmm. and this guy had a Ford Expedition driving up a bit <laughs> and it's bumpy and you could hear the bumper like kind of scraping along a little bit as you got to each tier going up the the road 
The worst part was coming down. Yeah, because yeah. you're like, whoa! Yeah. Now you can really see how far you could fall in this mm-hmm. truck. I, I'm not a, a big hiker uh, or a big uh, lover of uh, the outdoors mm-hmm. or or nature. Right. Uh, but if you're looking for hiking tips yes. of uh, Mount Tom, yes. here's my tip to you. Okay. Walk on flat land. It's so much easier. <laughs> so it's so less tiresome. That that may be, but then there's no view. Uh, and it's all about like getting to the top and having a view. Like Steve said, you know, where you get things to look at of historical significance. The internet has views of uh, higher elevation. That's, you know, to me, that can be as just as breathtaking as being there. <laughs> you know, I once uh, went to Mount Tom right after I spent the whole weekend in Dennis. <laughs> I went straight from Athol right. over to Yarmouth, spent the weekend in Dennis, yeah. and then... Went now, to Mount Tom. When you were in Yarmouth, did you yeah. stay at the Camelot Inn? I did. I did. And how was it being in Dennis? Oh, it was it was beautiful. I bet. It was right. uh, it was it was a lovely time. Very That's, lovely time. It's always where I like to yeah. stay in Yarmouth. Yeah. The Camelot Inn. The Camelot Inn. <laughs> I'm gonna put that one down too for a potential. <laughs> have have you ever gone from Athol to Yarmouth? <laughs> Not that I know of. Well, there's always a first. All right. Isn't there some sort of gorge in between that 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 hike? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know any other town. Woods name. Hole. Woods Hole. There you go. There you go. That's a, that's out on the coast though. It's six twenty three with back Stephen Dave and Rock one hundred two twenty five with back Stephen Dave and Rock one hundred two. You know, I just uh, want to uh, to mention this because. Uh, uh, media alert came out yesterday. You know, it's it's bad enough that uh, we're still reeling from the disappointment of the Celtics losing the uh, the NBA championships mm-hmm. last night. Uh, but uh, the in light of uh, what is going on in the world, tomorrow night's uh, show at Mohegan Sun with Justin Bieber has been postponed. Just wow. want everybody to know that because you know he's suffering from that uh, facial paralysis yeah. Uh, issue. Yeah. So if you had uh, tickets for tomorrow's show. Uh, you could uh, get a refund, or those tickets will be honored uh, for rescheduled dates. So I'm sure the thousands of people in our audience that were looking to see Justin Bieber tomorrow night at Mohegan Sun. Including me. Including Dave, because he had absolutely nothing else going on this Front row seats, right. Front row seats, because his schedule suddenly (laughs) burst wide open. Mm. Uh, That show has been postponed. Uh, One other note on concerts. Ringo Starr, supposed to be tonight. With his all-star band at Tanglewood, also postponed. He'll be back. Uh, September 5th. Beatles never die. September 5th, he'll be back. They'll never go away. And if you have tickets for that one, hold on to them. Uh, By the way, we were talking yesterday, Bax, about this time, about your desire to be buried in a rotunda? Yes. Or a mausoleum? A rotunda. Yeah. Stephen Hawk wrote in, says, hey, and he messaged me on Facebook, can I have my funeral live on the radio? Ask the guys on the air, he said to me in the private message. So yep, I'm asking it, you guys and on behalf of Stephen Hawk. Yeah, you know, he asked me this uh, same question yep. yesterday, mm-hmm. and I, and I, uh, you, know, you carefully told him, uh, you know, uh, I basically tried to avoid giving him any kind of answer because I was like, <laughs> dude, that's that's years and years and years away. Right? He says he'll pay us. To do his funeral live, uh, live on the radio. He doesn't need to pay us anything. Uh, right. He doesn't. And uh, why are you talking about your funeral, bud? What are you doing? Yeah, life is for the living. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. let's live it up. Listen, uh, you're a paraplegic in where you've already suffered through hell. <laughs> what else could you possibly <laughs> suffer through in this life? He also says three words, Dave. Rock one hundred two. Earn. 
And he said, by the way, he just thanked me for saying <laughs> it. He goes, he goes, I'm the one who talks about things that people are afraid to talk about. Well, he's you know, much. he's absolutely right about uh, that because a lot of people don't talk about death and right. how they want the, you know, their sure. end of life uh, purposes. Uh, you know what they want done with their bodies or funerals and all that yeah. stuff, and it should be talked about yes. because, you know, if you don't want somebody, we were talking about it yesterday. If you don't want somebody sitting around crying over your casket, have a party. Right? Yeah, this do is what you want to do, and this is why I'm saying I would like to be, uh, you know, shown in a rotunda, yes, and buried either in a uh, sarcophagus yes. or a catacomb. And would you like when you say shown? Do you want there to be like a glass case so that people can actually see your body I, lying I, in state? I'd like a, a glass case, and I would want laying my, my body manipulated in such a way yeah. that it looks like I'm really surprised. <laughs> okay. Not by the party, but that I died the way I did. All right. All right. How's that sound? That sounds fantastic. Today I Learned is brought to you by Gary Rome Monday. <laughs> Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for Today I Learned. With back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. How joyful. You like that? I do. Yeah, well, it's fine. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. You what? It was joyful and triumphant. Joyful and triumphant. Well, let's see how he does first before we triumph <laughs> anything. Uh, today I learned about spy beckon. You know what that is? I don't. No. It's a basin for vomiting uh, that was installed in men's washrooms at pubs in Germany. Hmm. They used to have these, uh, it was solely for the vomiting. Der Speibecken? Speibecken. Mm hmm. How about that? Or the Kotzbecken, as you know, people like to call it. They probably installed these things because there was a profound need to have it. Think yes. about that. Well, you want to build this on the assumption that people are going to throw up in your bar. You build this because people are finding other places to throw up in your bar. Yeah, but uh, even a basin might not always uh, protect, you know, everything. It depends on if you can't make it to the sink. To the to the spy beckon, <laughs> you know that could be sprayed everywhere else. Yeah, I, I, I know. And these basins are not that; they look like mini sinks without. That's the weird thing. There's no faucets to them. Ew. How are you supposed to push Ew. that stuff down the? Mm. Well, I mean, I'd rather do it in a basin than get it all over my later hosen. And I'm really glad I can bring this up <laughs> at uh, six thirty in the morning when everybody's enjoying their breakfast. Thank, mm -hmm. thank you. See, yeah. yes, you were right. Triumphant, uh, triumphant is the word. Joyful and triumphant. Joyful and triumphant. And that is today. I learned with Bat Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Hey, we got a wild animal on the loose here in Western Mass. Details coming up in the news in Rock 102. The Free Music Friday concert series returns to 633. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So we'll start with weather because we might get hail up to an inch in size later today, according to the National Weather Service, and some wind gusts between 40 and 60 miles per hour. This would be maybe during the middle of the day, late morning, early afternoon, with isolated areas of severe thunderstorms. So build that into your plans for the day. Also, the Senate passing legislation yesterday afternoon that would impose a five-year moratorium on the construction of new prisons and jails in the state of Massachusetts. Oh, so we're going to have to put up with our old ones instead? Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, that stinks. It's a move that supporters say would reduce fiscal burdens on the state, well, yeah, and would also promote alternative rehab methods for incarcerated individuals. It doesn't detail what those would be. Well, we also have other projects in the state that could use funding. 
So, I mean, I don't know if this is money that's just being put aside for other stuff mm-hmm. or just being put aside until, you know, the economy changes. But, you know, the, we do have some other things that uh, could be dealt with. Nothing that comes to mind except so well, maybe, uh, oh, I don't know, a courthouse. <laughs> Never heard of it. Potholes yep. or, you know, any number of things. Mm-hmm. Here's an interesting stat associated with this story. Massachusetts has the lowest rate of incarcerated people in the nation. And one of the lowest populations of incarcerated women as well. That's because we let them all out. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, so they could reoffend. Okay. Or, or no, so they can blend into society, Bax. By reoffending their crimes. Yeah, I suppose. You know, uh, do you ever have sex with a prisoner? No. It's fugitive sex. It's caged heat. Sex will melt your face off. <laughs> You've tried it, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hamden County. Currently the only county in New England designated by the Centers for Disease Control as having a, quote, high community level of COVID-19. This according to the CDC data from just yesterday, based on hospital admissions and the percentage of hospital beds that are occupied. Again, COVID-19 still pretty high here in Hampton County. That's uh, that's a little uh, concerning. Uh, We're the yeah. only county. That's high. Yeah. In that, yes. Well, and when I say high, I mean... In COVID nineteen, yeah, I get yeah. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that is a, that's a little concerning. And then they're telling us to wear masks again around here. Come on. Well, Doctor Fauci should have listened to his own advice. By the way, he's got COVID now. I don't know if you saw that story. Yeah. Well, everybody's bound to get it at some point. <laughs> it's right. going to get everybody. Uh, we were talking about the lack of policemen and police women. More than thirty recruits joining the Springfield Police Force after graduating from the academy yesterday. The ceremony held at the Blake Arena at Springfield College for new lieutenants, sergeants, and the entire graduating class of 38 new police recruits from the academy. 31 will join the Springfield Police Department, three to the West Springfield Police Department, three at the Springfield College Department of Public Safety, and one at the Hampton County Sheriff's Department. There you go. There you go. There's a breakdown for you. All right. You need to be on the lookout. And put your dog on a leash and make noise while walking and travel in groups and change your hiking routine, especially in the Greenfield area, because there's a wild, aggressive deer on the loose reported on the trails of Highland Park. I thought that was just the people of Greenfield you had to watch out for. Probably on top of that. Make some noise. The Greenfield Recreation Department issuing that warning. According to officials, the deer was spotted earlier in the week near the high tension lines on the trails of Highland Park. They noted that deer with fawns can attack unprovoked and can seriously injure or harm a dog especially. And even though attacks on humans are very rare, it could happen. So don't provoke the wild deer in Greenfield. Is the uh, buck you up. Yeah. He will. Is the uh, the deer aggressive because of all that extra tension? Near the high tension wires. Yeah, right. Maybe anxiety causes all of us to act in aggressive uh, fashion. Absolutely. I I am so stressed out right now. You kids, I told you to drink from that brook, and now what you're doing? You're eating the ivy over there. What what, 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 are we going to get a gay gay goddamn thing right around here? And I've been waiting for the sequel to Bambi to come out forever, for crying out loud. What's with all these ticks? Yeah. You know, your mother hasn't been under a buck in about 15 years. Let me just tell you that. I don't know what gets into the minds of some deer, but uh, they are. I don't want anyone. I don't want any, uh, you know, know, nature lover to take this the wrong way. Deer 
are profoundly stupid animals. So I'm I'm wondering whether they're just being aggressive because you know they've run out of options. Mm-hmm. You're, they're despondent. Uh, you know they just uh, got scores to settle. Mm-hmm. I mean I don't I don't know what gets into the mind of a deer, but they're not bright animals. So look out for the deer in Greenfield. Yeah, the deer in Greenfield and uh, the bears in Huntington. You were telling me that. Sitting on my front. I don't know what the hell's going on at my house. When I first moved into this place back in 2019, there was uh, there was fox hanging around. Lots of fox hanging around. And uh, I believe a coyote that I saw mm-hmm. uh, walking along the ridge behind my house. And uh, that was because the previous owner had chickens. So the fox were probably used to like, hey, there's some, uh, there's some food over there. Mm-hmm. Right. And then uh, once they realized that there was no chickens there, I haven't seen any fox. I haven't seen them since that first couple of months that I lived there. Right. And then uh, I got nothing. I had groundhogs living under my barn. Right. I had that going on. And then uh, now all of a sudden this year, there's a raccoon hanging around the house at night. Sure. Just uh, looking, knocking on the door. I got I got him on I got him on video. He comes right up to the door. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he's knocking. Like, hey, uh, you got any of that food in there? <laughs> Did your kids drop any Cheez-Its in the couch that I could go eat? You know. And then, uh, so yesterday, it just seems like there's an abundance of these animals. Because now these groundhogs are everywhere. And I'm trying to take care of that problem. How so? I can't say. Okay. But <laughs> you got one of them spring-loaded traps that jams their uh, a knife right into their little furry no, bodies? No, no, no. But I'm just saying, there's an abundance of these things, and now it's be, uh, just becoming a pain in the ass. Well, right. yesterday, I'm sitting out on my, fr- on my front porch, and uh, I hear this rustling like from behind my barn, which was probably about you know, 100, 100 feet away mm-hmm. from where I'm sitting. And it sounded bigger than just like a, like a squirrel. Usually, you hear squirrels and all that kinds of stuff running through the woods. Uh, Mountain lion. No. Ooh. Uh, so I can't Chupacabra. see. There's like a hill that goes down into this like kind of meadow in front of my house. Right. And I can't see through the woods there because it's all filled in now because everything's growing in. Uh, but I'm and 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 Wally's sitting sitting with me on the porch. All of a sudden, I just I see Wally just perk up and start running mm-hmm. towards it. The, and then I see this bear. A bear. A bear. A bear. A bear. It was a bear cub. Which means that the mom was probably nearby. Now, this little bear yeah. have like a little hat and a tie with no shirt? He did, and he looked at Wally, and he said, the ranger ain't going to like this, Wally. I knew it. Yeah. I know yeah. that bear. Yeah. Yeah. I so, don't know where I know that bear, so, but I know that bear. So I'm, I'm thinking, like, in this one second that I see this bear run, and then the bear runs, climbs up a tree, yeah. like this big giant hemlock tree, just climbs right up it. And then Wally's just standing there like, hey, man, how come you're not going to come out and play? Because that's all he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to play with it. He didn't want to go, like, attack it or anything. And I said, dude, get over here before that bear kicks your ass. And he did. He came back. Did Wally not understand yeah. that a bear has the potential to kill a dog Wally, with one swipe of its massive paw? Wally's just a lovable, lovable black lab. And all he wants to do is have a ball thrown to him and be pet 
and to fill his water bowl. Uh, could you bring yeah. him in someday? I'd love to meet. How old is Wally? By he's the way? Uh, he's five now. He's five bring years Have you ever seen the adorable pictures of Wally? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That picture, Wally. Uh, Wally is known for his uh, impressive manhood. Hey, all right. Yeah. 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 It was. Uh, that's an, that's another story for another time, Dave. But <laughs> but it's enormous. But uh, you know he uh, he he chases the thing and then he comes back and I'm like don't do that you can't go after him mm-hmm. do you understand what's going to happen and then I couldn't get I didn't have my phone on me it was in the house so I couldn't get a picture of the bear by the time I got the phone the bear w- had come down and already was walking across Route 112 okay <laughs> what hitchhiking. <laughs> Looking, no, it's looking a, for a ride. No, they probably go to the river to go drink. Mm-hmm. You know, they, that's what they're doing. The Westfield River is right across the street from my house. I think so. they go to the VFW Hall instead. Oh, that's been closed. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's for a couple of years now. All right. Well, we'll right. be on the lookout for bear, deer, who knows what else? Cats, rats, yeah. elephants. Sure as you were born. Yeah. Hey, l- before you uh, you wrap this up, let me ask you a question because yeah. you'd also mentioned about the fox. Yeah. What did the fox say? He said, "What does the fox say?" Bing, 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 bing. What the fuck say? Hot, 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 Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. at 650 and Alice Cooper with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be uh, muggy today, very muggy, and a high of 85. Could see some hail and thunderstorms and all kinds of crazy stuff. Tomorrow, though, nice and cool with a high of 66. It is 67 right now in downtown Springfield. Before you get into, uh, into the next uh, thing here, uh, tomorrow is the very first annual Andrew J. McDonald Scholarship Fund Memorial Cornhole Tournament at Nathan Bill's. Uh, Andrew uh, died on February 7th. Yesterday would have been his uh, 17th birthday. He was a, a junior at Ludlow High School who uh, who died. And uh, it's uh, it's it's happening tomorrow at Nathan Bills, 2 o'clock. Uh, I've just posted the uh, the information on the uh, the Rock 102 uh, Morning Show uh, Facebook page. Just mm-hmm. uh, use the QR code if you want to sign up. Uh, you know they're they're looking for teams and they're looking to uh, to raise money for a really good good fund. So go to the uh, the Rock went to uh, the the morning show uh, Facebook page and uh, and sign up. Okay, six fifty one with back Stephen Dave. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. A 22-year-old guy in Florida named Legenius Williams. Why am I guessing that Legenius is not actually a genius? Because it's the mass hat. He was arrested and hit with an assortment of felony gun and drug charges earlier this week. So it started off when he allegedly hit his girlfriend in the face with a handgun, then fled the scene in a vehicle which had two loaded firearms, cocaine, Mm Mm-hmm. And fentanyl. All right. Now, the girlfriend should have known that Legenius Williams is no genius because back in 2013, he was arrested for shooting another teenager when he was 13 years old. 
He did eight years for attempted murder, plus an unrelated robbery charge. And then, yeah, if you remember his age, I said 22. So when he got out less than a year later, he commits these crimes. He was arrested for cocaine possession last year, driving without a license and illegally possessing a firearm. This was before all this stuff happened this week. And he was freed in that case just this past February. So between February and last week, at least, he was behaving himself. But I guess when your name is Legenius Williams, mm. you can't help it. Is this going to affect his Mensa membership, or is he going to have to uh, you know, like reapply? Mm. Do they revoke it? Is there like a like a suspension? Mm-hmm. I would think. And by the way, Legenius has an apostrophe in there as well, like le apostrophe. Genius. With a G or a J? No, no, it's spelled correctly, which is a, a surprise, actually. Okay, that would be the French version of genius. This would be the genius. Le in, genius? In, in French. Yeah, okay. Now, he may be a, the genius compared to the rest of the family, mm-hmm. but he ain't no genius. Yeah. Sounds like he's got some issues going on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and, I mean, I, and the IQ these, score isn't one of them. Well, you watch these people get released time after time after time. Now, obviously, you, you know, laws don't seem to really hold up that well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the concept of consequences. Yeah, I don't think he understands any of that. Well, we did the story in the news just a few minutes ago about how we're not building new jails in Massachusetts and how, according to you, Bax, then that puts them back out on the street more often than not. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, they've, they've got jails and mm-hmm. they want nicer jails because, you know, I mean, you, the last place you want to have is mm-hmm. a is a unsightly difficult place to stay mm-hmm. after you've committed a crime. Sure. Have you ever known a Legenius Williams, by the way, or somebody with that kind of name? Mm-hmm. Do you ever have any buddies growing up with stupid names that didn't fit? Uh, no. No? I don't think, uh, Bax, I think there was one guy. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. not even, that's not even a real it name. not even his real name. Mm. Uh, you remember, there's a, uh, I think he played in the NBA for a while. He played at uh, Providence College, God Sham God. Yes! All right, to me, if you're a parent, that's mm. a little presumptuous. Well, much, much like calling your kid Legenius. I don't think uh, God Sham God got into any criminal activity, though. I no, think- but, he, but, but, I mean, it's, again, mm-hmm. you're calling your kid God. That's a little bit... Uh, what mm. about the lady from the Ford Warranty Company named Tremendous Johnson? Yes. But that's all you... I, I'm just going to have to assume that's true. It's a woman. Tremendous Johnson. Maybe there's something that's being <laughs> suppressed there. Maybe. Yeah. It could be. Kind of like your dog. Yes, yes. He's uh, he's quite popular with all of the bitches. Yeah. Will. yeah. Well, do you remember uh, you remember Gigi Allen? No. Remember Gigi Allen? Yes, I remember Gigi Allen. Gigi Allen was this, uh, you can't even call him a musician, more like a performance artist. Okay. He was, uh, he was known for... Uh, Soiling himself on stage and no, uh, come on, yeah, no, he was he was a horrifying human being. But his real birth name was Jesus Christ Allen. Again, I blame the parents, mm. but uh, he changed his upon his uh, his emancipation from his family. He changed his name to Kevin, which was probably an easier way of going about life. There was a guy up in Belchertown years ago called the Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. I remember yeah, that guy. Yeah, That's and right. And he got into all kinds of crazy stuff. And not just because of his name. Right. But it didn't help. Well, it's funny you guys are bringing up Jesus Christ. I actually had a 911 call about that. I'm looking for it. I'll come up with it. Wait, I think it's. I think this is it right here. Hold on a second. Half point 911, what is your emergency? Yes, this is Jesus Christ, and I just broke into the Pizza Hut. 
All right. And uh, and what was your name again? My name is Jesus. What's your last name, Jesus? Christ. Okay. And G to pizza? Yeah. Had a Mountain Dew. There you go. That's Jesus Christ, by the way, in, um, I think it's somewhere in Tennessee. So hmm. apparently there's a few Jesus Christs out there. Well, none of them seem to be living up to the one that we all know and love. <laughs> it's 6.57 with back Steve and Dave. We've got the 102-second sports coming up na- uh, next. And in it, Draymond Green, the Warriors villain, makes a few parting comments you'll want to hear straight ahead on Rock 102. Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Woodfire Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, remember the film Trading Places with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy? Remember the scene where Don Amici loses all that money on the New York Stock Exchange after trying to corner the market on frozen concentrated orange juice based upon a phony crop report? I do. And remember what he said at the end of the film where he said as his brother was collapsing from a sudden heart attack? I believe the exact quote was, Turn those machines back on! That's the exact reaction the Celtics were having last night when they got smoked in the NBA Finals as the Golden State Warriors walked away with another NBA championship, their fourth in eight years. You see, as a Celtics fan, I have become slightly delusional in my train of thought. Uh, Having already won 17 championships, nine of which have come during my lifetime, I naturally assume that every championship is ours to have. What I forget is that in order to win a championship, you actually have to play better basketball than the other guys. And on 17 occasions, the Celtics have been able to do that. Last night, however, the Celtics, facing elimination, lost game six by a final score of 103 to 90. You see, during the entire course of human history, I know of no other example of a professional sports team getting another shot after losing an elimination game by 13 points. You just can't turn those machines back on once you lose. Look, I know that these things are miserable, and I, 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 it's always better to win to, than to be a team that can't score enough points. But there are some highlights to think about here. For example, next year, the Celtics are listed at 6-1 to one odds of winning the NBA championship next season. Come to think of it, so are the Brooklyn Nets. But of course, Golden State is already a 5-1 to one shot to win back-to-back champ- championships. But I'm going to choose uh, to ignore all that since we're talking about something that's still 12 months away. So while I'm consumed with disappointment, I will try to consider this. The Celtics still had a great season. Nobody expected them to be that good, and nobody expected them to be two wins away from another championship. It's the sort of delusionary thinking that's going to get me through these difficult times. But hey, in a my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You really want to say Happy Father's Day? Say it with power tools. Go to Rocky's. Tons of power tool deals all in the sales flyer, which you find in the store, on the app, or at rockies.com. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 712 and 38 special with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. We might have some hail today. We might have some severe thunderstorms as well. But uh, on the bright side, highs in the mid-80s today. Damn. It's going to be hot. Windy, too. Gusty. Gusty wind? Yeah. yeah. 40 to 60 miles per hour. Possible. Man, this is going to suck. I know. I had all these plans for today. Yeah, like, what were you going to do? I wasn't going to do anything. (laughs) Just trying to make my life seem interesting and fun. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think uh, that's going to happen. Hey, uh, there's this guy in Minnesota, right? 22 years old. 
driving his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. He's facing multiple charges after a sheriff's deputy reported clocking him driving at 144 miles per hour. Wow. On Tuesday afternoon. What was the uh, posted speed limit? Uh, 35 was the posted speed limit. So he's going over 106 miles an hour over the speed limit. Holy Jesus. Doing a wheelie while he was at it, too? Uh, no, he was just uh, he was just going 144 miles an hour. And he said it's because it was hot out that day, and he was just trying to cool down. Ah, good excuse. Yeah, it didn't really work for the uh, the sheriffs who arrested him and then, uh, you know, held him overnight in jail. But 144 miles an hour. <laughs> that's that's, that's a, unbelievable. Yeah. I, I wouldn't feel safe on a motorcycle going 40 Five. I don't know. I just feel unsafe. I'm not good at it. I was. Uh, I was saying. Wasn't I saying that the other day? Like, like I could never get on a motorcycle at this age because it's. I didn't do it. I didn't. I didn't learn how to do it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I think when you learn to do something when you're younger, you actually get. You know, you know these older guys on on like the motorcycles. Mm-hmm. These guys are the ones that have been driving for thirty years. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, it's definitely true. I, I got buddies of mine who have tried to learn how to ski as an adult. It mm-hmm. doesn't work. I, I, I was fortunate enough to learn when I was young growing up in southern Vermont so I could still get out and ski if I wanted to. But <laughs> buddies of mine who tried to learn as an yeah. adult, not easy. My, uh, my uncle, uh, late in life, bought a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Now he had never ridden a motorcycle in his life. Yeah. But you know, he, he retired. <laughs> you know, he had some health issues to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to get me a motorcycle. So he buys himself a motorcycle, not a real expensive one, but you've never seen a guy look more nervous to be riding a yeah. motorcycle than this guy who, at this point, I think he was in his 60s, maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. riding a motorcycle. I mean, he just looked frightened, and I would be the same the same way. I know I have this you know, reputation as being a kind of like a, like a daredevil, evil Knievel type of uh stunt guy you but do? The, i yeah oh yeah i mean it's, yeah it's, you do yeah it's out there mm-hmm. uh but i'm really not that way at all and i can't even imagine first i uh, first i can't imagine you know being on a motorcycle kind of like you steve i mean i i you didn't grow up with them didn't uh you know, really you know get involved in that but even if i got on one you'd never see me going that fast on one because i no. know that yeah. there's only two things that can happen one, I get to where I need to go, or two, I don't. Fifty-fifty shot there. For it at that speed, yeah. it is probably I, more <laughs> worse than a fifty-fifty shot. I could ride one. I would just go half a mile an hour as long as my feet could touch the ground, so I could stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I used to wear out my shoes on my bike when I was a kid by mm-hmm. putting instead of using the yeah. brake on the bike, sure. I would I would put my toes down mm-hmm. on the. On the ground, and then eventually the rubber toe would fade out. Sure, yeah, yeah, especially on on blacktop. Yeah, I, I could do that on a motorcycle. <laughs> Going 144 <laughs> miles an hour. Oh, I just put my feet down to stop. Fred yeah, Flintstone stuff. I, sure. I, I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But no. I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't even feel comfortable driving my car. At that speed. The only time we did it was when my son and I took a trip to the Grand Canyon, the two of us years ago, and uh, I opened it up over 100 just to see what it because I'd never driven that. I, I think I got to 110. But you're in the middle of Utah in the desert. Yeah. And there's there are no trees around. So even though you're going like 110, you only feel like you're going about 60 or 70 because there's no 
depth perception. There's nothing. Right. You there's know, nothing to make it, it look. It's like yeah. flying in an airplane yes. where you don't think you're going 300 miles and three to 500 <laughs> right. miles an hour. Exactly right. But in Utah, doesn't every cop kind of look like uh, like Jackie Gleason as Buford T. Justice and uh, Cannonball Run? Oh, no. They're all in fantastic physical shape in Utah. Boy, when I get home, I'm going to punch your mama I- right in the mouth. I cannot believe that you came from my loins. Good movie. It's a great movie, mm. but uh, 144 <laughs> miles per hour. For yeah. I don't even think my car could handle it. Well, it was a rental car that uh, Dash and I... Jack, and he, oh, well, then that's... Uh, you yeah. you, you got to abuse a car like yes, that. Yes, exactly. And just to say you've been that speed, and by the way, my son, even more scared of high speeds than I am, so he didn't feel real good about that. When now, he, how old was he before you started uh, frightening the living bejesus out of him? Oh, but that was He was about, mm, yeah, I guess, about 15 when we took that trip to the Grand Canyon. Hmm. And you decided to scare the hell out of him? Not intentionally. Were you drinking at the time? No. Yeah. Not, not that you know of. Were you doing uh, rails of blow on the uh, on the dashboard? Sure. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, what was the fear and loathing in Las Vegas where they're just driving along and all the all the things are coming at them? That's Johnny Depp, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. was Johnny Depp. Yeah. 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 yeah that, now, I would imagine that's the way the trip went. We also did cliff diving jumping, I guess, Dash and I, into Lake Powell from these cliffs that were like 30 feet high. Yeah, did he yeah. want to do these things? He did. Or were he, you were just like, you know what? I've never done this. We're doing it right now. We went over there, yeah. and I jumped first. And he he's like, okay. <laughs> and he, he went right after me. You, you didn't grab him by the, the, the shirt collar no, and the pants and no, go, I wouldn't one for the money, two for the show? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. But we had a great time. Great trip. Two of us palling around. Huh. Speed, you know, exceeding the speed limit. Why does it sound like an episode of Courtship of Eddie's Father? <laughs> and you're Bill Bixby. Yeah, well, used to be that way. Now, I'll be waiting for a phone call all day Sunday from my 35-year-old son. Yeah. And he'll call uh, just as you fall off the Exactly seat. right, yeah. Steve. Ah, <laughs> uh, Dad, I'm sorry. The time difference here yeah. where I am, I didn't yeah. realize. Now, Wait, there's he, no time difference in Cincinnati, Ohio. Hold on a moment. Now, when he, let me run this past mm-hmm. you. When he does call you, mm-hmm. assuming he calls you, yep. will you be asking for an ID at the end of the call? I might do that with him, just in honor of you guys. It's a good... It's a, hi, this is... You know, I do have audio that I've saved of him. This is Dash Coombs, and you're listening yeah. to Bax. You're listening to my, I, I, listening to my I, dad. You know what? I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that one bit. I'll do it for you guys, just so we can play Excuse it on the me. show. How about that? All right, Dash, before you go, can we just get an ID from you? Yeah. Dad, happy Father's Day. Come it's on, Dash. Dad. Yeah. On Rock 102. Yeah, all right. I'll get it for you guys. All right. It's 720 with Back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave and the Stones, who've had to cancel two shows now because of Mick Jagger's COVID-19, but they're rescheduling them. And uh, I mentioned uh, Justin Bieber uh, postponing his show uh, tomorrow at uh, Mohegan because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, how he, is he supposed to perform with the face looking like that? Right. And Ringo Starr and his all-star, all-star band at the Tanglewood tonight has been postponed till September. Hey, if you missed uh, any part of the Back Steve and Dave show, always check out the daily podcast. In fact, uh, today's will be posted right after the show, around 10 o'clock. Uh, you can listen to it whenever you damn well feel like it, like, uh, say, like in the uh, during your weekend or mm-hmm. at night or 
uh, you know, overnight. In a doctor's office it, or a dentist's mm-hmm. office. Yeah, whatever. Or... I mean, you don't need to be uh, listening to it live to enjoy all the things that we give you. And uh, it's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or on rock102.com. Also, check out Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week has been Colin Newman of the band Wire. Wildly influential band. In fact, uh, their albums uh, Pink Flag and Shares Missing are considered absolute classics. And on Monday, I'll be talking to uh, Colin's wife, Malka Spiegel. She was uh, involved in a band back in the early 80s called uh, Minimal Compact. Mm-hmm. She's been in a million other projects along with her husband over the years, and her music is outstanding. And you can check that out on Monday on rock102.com. So to explain what uh, Bax was talking about earlier when we were joking about getting an ID from my son Dash when yeah. he calls for Father's Day, this is what an ID is right here. Hey, this is Rob Morrow coming to you and our Bax, Steve, and Dave. Clam chowder. There you go. That's an ID for you. Rob, Mar- Rob Morrow. So I'll, I'll agree to get a... I would have referred to here Vic Morrow. That would have been a little bit more interesting with the with the rotating you know, helicopter blades right slicing through his body before yeah. he dies. That yeah. would have been a good ID. Mm-hmm. I would have rather heard that tomorrow. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah there you go. Yeah. Well, maybe you will on the best of back Steve and Dave on Saturday. Who knows? There you go. Um, I will get an ID from Dash when he calls on Father's Day. If you guys get IDs from all your kids, I think we should do that. And and by the way, oh, I'm, I will do that. I'm us. I'm going to yeah, encourage. I will definitely. I'm going to encourage Dash to slam okay. to slam me yeah. and say whatever he wants in the ID. I can I can see my kids uh, strongly objecting to that. Really? <laughs> okay. I'll get my kids to do it. All right. Yeah, okay. All right. Fair enough. It's 729. News is next to Rock 102. The Free Music Friday concert series. 732. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home. Mention Rock 102 and save $2,500 off the cost of labor during Yankee Home's Thank You America sale going on now. Excuse me, through July 4th. Call Yankee Home and mention Rock 102 all month long. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. No, it's not often we lead with the National Weather Service, but in the name of public service and safety precautions, we could have some pretty high winds and some hail today, according to the National Weather Service, starting late this morning into early afternoon, maybe continuing into the evening. Isolated areas of potentially severe thunderstorms, wind gusts maybe between 40 and 60 miles per hour, depending on where you are. And again, that hail perhaps up to an inch in size. Damn, inch of hail, mm-hmm. inch-sized hail, that's crazy. Uh, th- you know, it damaged your car. Yeah. You leave it out to park, and all of a sudden you got all these all these dings all over the place. Yeah, but that's covered with most insurance, car insurance. I think if you have pretty good car insurance, I think you're covered. Dave. Yeah, but it takes you forever to make the claim. Mm. They don't want to come out for that. Yeah, then they cancel your policy mm-hmm. because you made a claim at all. Now you're looking for another insurance company. When I uh, totaled, uh, remember I totaled that car years ago? Like, uh, it's probably been about 12 years now. I yeah. totaled a vehicle on the way to work. How Sometimes. fast were you going? I wasn't even going that fast. Mm-hmm. I was going uh, maybe 30 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And but the I, guardrail was going 50. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, hey, that's that what happens. happened. Yeah. I slipped on this patch of ice. The car oh. spun out of control. Yep. It was it was, it was was crazy. It was crazy. It was like the 22 News crew saw the whole accident. <laughs> I, w- I had enough time, though, to scream, oh, my God, I'm getting into an accident, as I hit the guardrail. Did you actually scream that? I did scream hmm. that. And then it bounced off the guardrail and then bounced in because it was so icy. Yeah. That th- it, th- somebody had been emptying their basement because it, all this water stuff mm-hmm. that we had. We had all this water. It was like a, 
a march, but then all, all that thing froze across the roadway. Sure. So when I hit it, whatever, car gets totaled. It took like two months for them to deem it totaled. Hmm. The guy kept having to come back out to the auto body shop, and it was like, what the hell am I paying on this policy for? Yeah, I get it. I got to pay the deductible, but what's taking you so long? Well, you know, these days, it doesn't take a whole lot of damage for your car to get totaled. No, it doesn't. But because uh, of the way they construct cars, is that what you mean? Or well, what? I mean the, the the price of parts, you know, the, yeah. the value of your car, sure. you, know, you know, depreciation, uh, mm-hmm. appreciation, uh, the penetration of cable television. I mean, all those things, mm-hmm. you know, lead up into uh, the ability to uh, to total it. Yeah. So it took it took forever, and then they finally, oh, okay, yeah, we're going to total it. Oh, gee, thanks for mm-hmm. letting me have to hitch rides from Huntington for two months, and with with. Without having a court order to tell me yeah. to do so. <laughs> no. uh, anybody else in the car when it happened? And no, a- any was, other motorists affected by it? I was driving here. I was the only one on gotcha. the road. Uh, yeah. And even the uh, the uh, state trooper was like, man, who the hell did this? That's what he said. Who the hell <laughs> did this? Because you could see the water coming down th- mm-hmm. this guy's driveway. Yep. Well... Along these same lines, fewer crashes, calmer traffic, and safety for motorists is why they're doing that road diet now on Route 20 in West Springfield. Construction already underway, reducing the number of lanes from four to two. Travelers can expect roadway stripping, rumble strips, and new paving markings to reflect the change. And this will all be going on last couple of weeks in June here. The Massachusetts Department of Transportation is resurfacing about a mile of Route 20 from East Mountain Road in Westfield to Dewey Street in West Springfield. Yeah, it's a big, big old mess. You see this every day or what? I don't even go that way anymore yeah, because no it's like I'm not uh, I'm not attempting that because uh, it's down to one lane. And then, you know, the other I did go that way the other day. <sighs> I can't say this because I'm going to get in trouble if I ah, say it. what the hell? If you're directing traffic, if you're in an official capacity to direct traffic, yes, you should not be on your phone while lots of traffic no. is coming by you on a very busy road like that. Hey, remember a couple seconds ago when you said you probably shouldn't yeah, say I that? Yeah, I shouldn't say that, but you know what? <laughs> it pisses me off. And I'm like, guy, I know we need you guys out here, but pay attention to what's going on. Well, that's just one fella. Uh, there's a many, many uh, cops out there doing good work who do not waste their time on the phones and only pay attention to the, the flow of traffic. But but here's what happens. So I, 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 I drive and I follow. I don't even know where I'm going at this point because there's two lanes but the cones are like spread too far apart, so ah, you're not yeah. sure which lane to be in. And then oh. I realized I'm in the wrong lane. And why didn't that guy stop me? Oh, that's right, because he was he wasn't paying attention, sharing his family plan with his <laughs> unlimited minutes. And he was playing texting. Wordle. Yeah, what's well, the? He's probably <laughs> cheating on Wordle too. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's probably go, looking it up, going, "Look, I've had a streak for every day for the, since <laughs> yeah. this thing began." And posting it on Facebook, right, right, right. Yeah. which yeah. is very important. Glad we can see all that. Um, I'm asking you here about this story because I don't know, and I told you earlier that uh, this weekend my friend and I are going to go hiking at Mount Tom. Will we be affected by this area as we make our way to and from Mount Tom on Route 20? Or yes or no? No, I, you're no, not going. No, no, no that's no. a completely okay. different direction. Okay. Uh, hey, Dr. Anthony Fauci is 
positive for COVID-19. And here in Hampton County, we also are positive, apparently. According to the Centers for Disease Control, we have a high community level of COVID-19 in Hampton County, the only county in New England designated that way, according to the CDC. Ah, COVID's over anyway. No, it's not. Especially here oh, in Hampton a, County. It's out there. Of yeah. course, there are a lot of people, you know, they, get, they use the, do the home testing kits, mm-hmm. and they don't report the fact they got it. So the numbers are probably higher than that. The CDC got these figures based on hospital admissions and the percentage of hospital beds that are occupied. So to your point, Bax, these are only ones that are reported That's in right. health facilities. The ones I mean, that when, are, I, when oh, I got yeah, it, yeah. I, when I got it, I didn't go to a hospital. Right, nor did I. So no, nobody, no, well, nobody knew I had it except you guys. Well, and I only had the... I only had the flu that seemed like it because I tested negative. So, although it felt yeah. like it felt like it was serious, who knows? Hey, the Senate passing legislation yesterday afternoon that would impose a five-year moratorium on the construction of new prisons and jails in Massachusetts. This is a move that supporters say would reduce fiscal burdens on the state and promote alternative rehab methods for incarcerated individuals. What exactly those? Alternative rehab methods would be are not detailed in this article. Were we in the middle of uh, some some projects to to, to build new prisons? There were we ha- in the middle of that? There had been some plans about that, but it was just in the planning stages. But the Senate passing le- legislation still has to go across the governor's desk before it actually becomes law. There's uh, prisons all over Massachusetts uh, popping up. Uh, they're uh, disguised as Applebee's once you get in there. You can't escape the death and destruction that's going to be happening to your colon when you walk out of there. Well, how are people supposed to learn their lesson? (laughs) Well, I guess you have to go at least once in your lifetime. Hey, beware if you're shopping this weekend of cocaine on the supermarket shelves. Now, it didn't happen here. It happened in the Czech Republic, but I suppose it could. Supermarkets in the Czech Republic got more than they bargained for in their banana shipments last week. $83 million worth of cocaine, and some of the grocery store workers put it right on the shelves without knowing what it was. That's my everyday cocaine. Police were alerted after grocery workers mistook the co- mistook the fruit for the cocaine. About 1,800 pounds of it were found. The crates of bananas originated in... Colombia. 1,800 pounds of cocaine bananas. The drugs were meant to be intercepted, but were delivered to grocery stores before the whole process could be stopped, and grocery store workers were like, eh, put it right on the shelves. You know, I never read the uh, the labeling, but uh, is cocaine good for, like, say, potassium issues? I don't know. Could be. I'm just wondering. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I got some potassium issues of my own. I, I, would I think wonder it, if I start, uh, I might need to incorporate that into my daily routine. I think it would enhance it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And the World Cup in soccer is coming to Qatar or Qatar. I don't know how it's pronounced. You guys that, know? That Qatar. place. Qatar. Qatar. Q-A-T-A-R. That's this year. But the next World Cup in 2026 will be in the U.S., and it was confirmed yesterday that Gillette Stadium will be one of the host stadiums for World Cup soccer. Damn, in 20, 2026. That's happened before. Yeah. And it's, it's very cool when it comes to uh, it, when it comes to the area. Did you go and see any of it or not? <laughs> no, no, of course not. God, no. Best, best sit through a, a soccer match just to Please. fall asleep. I'm saying, and I'm Please. a soccer fan, and I played, and I agree, it's boring sometimes. Yeah, how do you? I mean, yeah, the the only time I've seen anything related to soccer that was even remotely entertaining was probably Ted Lasso. 
<laughs> that that probably be it. Mm-hmm. Every time I watch the, you know, like the World Cup on TV, I just go, "Is something going to happen here?" Because right. I'm just seeing a little bit of dinking the ball around. I agree with you. I can't watch it anymore. I loved playing it. Don't necessarily like watching it, although I will watch the World Cup. It's interesting you mentioned Ted Lasso, which is about the American football coach who becomes a soccer coach in England. Mm -hmm. Very good show on Apple TV. Apple TV just signed up as the new TV network for Major League Soccer, including the New England Revolution right here in the U.S. So you'll, you'll watch all your soccer fake and otherwise on Apple TV soon. That should get tens of viewers. Yeah, I know. It's a Five. problem. Fives. Fives? Fives? All right, fives. It's a problem. I'll bring them in. Yeah, we got a Hey, they got a problem with baseball. They got a problem with soccer. Meantime, the NFL, no problems, despite all the other issues behind the scenes. Oof. 7.43 with back Steve and Dave. We've got now here this coming up next. And if you've ever wondered what a classic ACDC tune would sound like if it was funkified, don't wonder any longer. It's coming up on Rock 102. What to free classic rock at 749 and Joan Jett with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Gonna be uh, disgusting out there today and then uh, gusts of wind and hail and uh, I don't know all kinds of weird stuff and a high of 85 tomorrow a high of 66 at 68 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 presents the classic rock summer brought to you by Leah Taylor of Wilbraham now through Labor Day weekend. You listen to Rock 102 all summer long for details on how to grab your share of the summer stash of prizes. For example, we're giving away a $25 gift card to the Hangar Pub and Grill every weekday through Labor Day. And if you want to win, you just enter at rock102.com and listen to Pat Kelly every weekday afternoon. It's the Classic Rock Summer brought to you by Leah Toyota of Wilbraham, only on Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It is 749 with Beck, Steve, and Dave. Now hear this. Now hear this. Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102 with Beck, Steve, and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from Jill Foley telling Western Mass News all about her brand new charcuterie board business in Northampton. I love the variety that comes in a charcuterie board, whether it be vegetarian or whether it include meats, nuts, fruits, crackers, all the different accoutrements. All the accoutrements available for you in Northampton at Fed by Foley. Again, that's Jill Foley. Well, Jill, uh, I think you have new best friends here at 45 Fisher Avenue in East Longmeadow. I won't lie. I love a good charcuterie. I love charcuterie. You like a good charcuterie? Yeah. You like accoutrements? I don't know exactly what accoutrements are. Let's just say they're all the extra things that go on a good, well-designed charcuterie. Yes. And it kind of sounds like she says snots in there at one point. I love the variety that comes in a charcuterie board, whether it be vegetarian or whether it include meats, nuts, fruits, crackers, all the different accoutrements. Mm, snots are in there. Well, you know, listen, I mean, we've all been there. We've all <laughs> we've all had one. Uh, you know what? Uh, Northampton's not that far. I'm sure one could travel from Northampton to East Longmeadow in a blink of an eye. Yeah, and just uh, put a bow on it at the doorway, and uh, we'll take care of the rest. Yeah, so leave us a little sample one, is what you're saying. No, 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 no. no. Leave us a big sample one. <laughs> one for each of us. So she's opened it up, by the way, and she says she hopes to take the art of snacking to the next level. I'm all, I'm all for that business. That's actually a great idea. I mean, it's a very popular thing lately right? uh, as of what, what probably in the last five years that uh, charcuterie has kind of just exploded. Yeah. yeah. Right. And um, yeah, uh, good, good for her. Let me yeah. tell you something. You're throwing a party and uh, you want to put like a deli platter out. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, you can. There's a million places you can go, and they'll and they'll do it for you, and that's great. Yeah, but you ever tried doing it yourself? No. And rolling up like well, yes. it is lunch a pain meats. Pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass. It's it's a you know it looks like trash by yeah. the time you're done. There's an art to it. And, Absolutely an art and, to and it. And I don't have it, and obviously you don't have it. I don't. Steve I, doesn't have it. Listen, I can be artsy and fartsy from time to time, but not when it comes to rolling up exotic meats and cheeses. Mm, so this is a good niche that she's capturing in the food market. Yes. Congratulations to it's Jill. A good nephew too. Yeah, right. Too. Yeah, but sampling would be uh, would be very much appreciated here on Rock 102. Good going, good going, Jill Foley from Fed by Foley out of Northampton. You can give a charcuterie board to your niche or nephew. Mm. I like the way you're thinking. Yeah, That's like that, pretty yeah. good. Clip number two: Musician Andy Rayfeld reworking a classic AC/DC tune into a tasty funk jam. Combining Brian Johnson's actual vocals with his own funk treatment of Back in Black. Thumbs up or thumbs down, guys? Uh, not bad. Not bad. I kind of like, I like uh, when uh, things are improvised mm-hmm. on and, uh, you know, all kinds of music. I do, I, here's what I do when I go to, like, weddings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Max, if you could uh, put up, uh, let's see, I believe it's Steve PC. Yep. Did you get that Got one? Got it. Got it. And uh, this is uh, the Vitamin String Quartet. I usually play this before like wedding ceremonies mm-hmm. start. Sure. Okay. And uh, see if you can get this one. Dueling banjos. No. There we go. No, it's it's like tickling the edge of my... Why am I blanking on this? I know exactly what it is. Because, yeah. It's ACDC. It's ACDC. You shook me all night long. Nice. You're right. You're yeah. right. And how do they react to this? Well, it's funny because people will be sitting there and they'll be like, wait a minute. Is this ACDC? Like, <laughs> there's all these... And I have the... You know, it's all pop stuff. It's yeah. like Bruno Mars. Sure. And, Megan Trainers, yep. but it has all the old class around. There's Def Leppard, Pour Some Sugar on Me. They nice. have that one. Yeah, it's nice. pretty neat. You remember uh, there was a band that came out in the early 90s? They didn't do ACDC songs, but they they Dread Zeppelin. Yes. Dread Zeppelin was, yeah. remember them? Yeah. They were a, a reg, they would do reggae versions of Led Zeppelin songs with an Elvis impersonator as a lead singer. Yeah. And they were fantastic. I, I saw them live, and they were like... They were like so much damn fun. I always appreciated the Muzak elevator versions of songs. Yes. We used to do a bit 25 years ago on the radio with uh, elevator music and people trying to identify it. I think I have some Dread Zeppelin here. Should we try it? I think I got some here too. Okay. Well, yeah, you go ahead then. I'll I'll back out. All right. Hold on a second. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, the guy, the Elvis impersonator, who went by the name Tortellus, mm-hmm. <laughs> could actually sing. We're we gonna hear him. Uh, 
don't know how long you want to go with this, but yeah, we could. I'd like to hear a little bit. Just because we have extra time to kill. Sure. That's pretty cool. Yeah. They were, I like I, that. I'm telling you, it, yeah. it was, they're like a, like a one joke type of thing, but they were actually really good. Here's the one uh, people turn their heads when I when I play this one okay. at the at the wedding with the symphony. It's Gold Digger. <laughs> this is what this is what you really don't want to yeah. hear before a wedding. Uh, you know, this yeah. person's getting married, but nobody really notices until the end. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I, she ain't messing with no gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as we're playing stuff, I, I got one right here for you. Yeah. See if you guys can figure out this one. And I think there's a little, like, intro with the video here, and then it kicks in. Truck pulling hey, up boys, to... Dude. There's some men here to see you. Want me to shoot them? Anyone? Uh, not yet. No, 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 you got me. Wait till the solo on the unusual instrument by this band. No idea. Here no it comes. Idea. Here comes the solo. All right. I think. I'll, I'll skip ahead. The chainsaw? Yeah. That's cool. Jackal with Jesse James Dupree. Oh, okay. It was a big hit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Back in the 90s, I think. Look at you cutting it up over there with the chainsaw. Mm-hmm. And clip number three, apparently after they won the NBA championship last night, the Golden State Warriors owners gloated during the championship trophy ceremony and reveled in their own Bostonian roots. Here's Peter Goober. Never give up, never give in, go all the way. On the parquet floor, two Boston guys winning at the Garden. That's Peter Goober referring to he and the other owner, Joe LaCall, being from Boston, saying yeah. that in front of a Boston crowd. He was a goober, all right. Not cool. 7.58 with back Steve and Dave. The 102-second sports coming up next on Rock 102. Well, two Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.12 and Brian Adams with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Uh, Going to be uh, muggy today in a high of 85 and hailstorms and all kinds of other good stuff. Tomorrow, though, nice and cool with a high of 66. Man, love New England weather. Yeah, well, <laughs> for, for today with the mugginess and uh, the summer of 69 from Brian Adams, it goes right along with... National Flip-Flop Day, which I hate, by the way. You don't like flip-flops? Cannot stand them. I, I I think, first of all, most people's feet, horribly ugly, and then you got them on display there. Plus, they're not practical at all. And they, and they have that little flip-flop slap sound that happens when you're wearing them. The whole thing is stupid. I mean, I guess I understand the beach. Okay, maybe... But I'd rather just wear sneakers. I'm not a fan of flip-flops either. Although, uh, I do have to say, my piggies are very pretty. You got a good set of hoofs? I do have a good really? set of hoofs. According I, to whom? 
To lots of people. Matter of fact, I uh, used to take my girls uh, mm-hmm. to, and we used to get pedicures done. I've really? Done, I've done that before. And then uh, I usually, I remember I got them painted a couple of times? Yes. I used to come in here with painted nails and all that hmm. stuff. Well, I thought was that, was, uh, that was nice. But uh, I, you know, I, I'm, I don't have uh, great feet. But I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, but uh, you know, I had a life-threatening bunion surgery uh, a few years ago, and uh, real touch and go there for a while. But uh, yeah, I don't like I don't like my feet on display, right? You know, and it's mm-hmm. not just because I'm embarrassed. I just really, you know, for the sake of general society, I don't want to have to show those around to people. I don't like flip flops. I don't like sandals. I don't like any of that stuff where I, where your feet are sticking out and showing people what you got. By the way, I have half a toenail on my big toe because I had ingrown toenails, so they had to remove half the toenail. Damn. I just tasted vomit in the yeah. back of my <laughs> mouth. Is anyone with me on that one? Yeah. <laughs> Am I the only one? What planet did you come from, you mutant? <laughs> <laughs> Why now? Why am I a mutant today? Because I've got half a toenail you got a, on my you got big a frank, toe. You got a Franken toe over there. Yes, I do. But this story has a happy ending because the five days later the nail grew back. Who's the mutant now? <laughs> I wish I could say that it did, but it did. It's Moon Dog in the morning. I yeah, I had uh, I I had uh, sandals for a while, and I yeah. never really liked wearing them. Yeah, because you know why. I don't like going without socks. Right. I need socks. That's part of it. You're right. Yeah. And but and you can't wear sandals with socks because then you look like I don't know old Grandpa Joe or something. But you know, like I, I got a pair of slides at home that mm-hmm. you know I wear from time to time. I prefer to wear socks, not because I'm an old man. I got nothing else to live for, but I actually prefer the feeling of slides and socks. But at least with the slides on, even if you are barefoot, your toes aren't showing, right? Or, or is that slide? No, open- they're, like, they're like Adidas slide. So yeah, your your toes do show. But oh. I don't. I don't go out of the oh, house. With I see them. what you mean. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, if, like if I'm, uh, yeah, if I got like, uh, if I got to go outside mm-hmm. and get the, uh, the 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 mail, for mm-hmm. example, yeah, I might put on the slides and and do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm, uh, I don't go out of the. house. You know what else I don't go out of the house with? Mm-hmm. This is a. Uh, this is gonna sound crazy, and it's no. I know it's all on me. Sweatpants. I can't go out of the house with sweatpants. Why? I don't know. I just don't feel comfortable wearing uh, sweatpants out of the house. It's, it's like it's me screaming to everybody I've given up on life. It's like uh, you letting it all hang out. I'll go out in like sweatpants. If I like a Sunday morning, I gotta need to go get creamer for the coffee. I'll go down in like pajama pants or something. Well, and know? slippers too, or not? Well, not slippers, but I got uh, I got these like old sneakers that I throw on that that mm-hmm. I just slip on my feet. Right. You know yeah. what my brother does that drives me insane. He has, uh, when he, because his house, he's not allowed to wear his shoes inside the house. It's one of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's married to one of those women. Oh, yes. And believe me, if you stepped in that house with any inkling of dirt on your foot, she'd chastise you out and send you to the pits of hell for dirtying up her floor. Oh, by God. So, uh, anyway, uh, he, what he does is he takes his shoes and he just steps on them. You know, like he just. Puts his when he has to like take the dog outside mm-hmm. or something, he'll step into the shoes and then he ruins the heel, the back part of the shoe. Right. Yeah. So he comes to my house last year and I have these beautiful new sneakers that I just bought. And he says, Well, I got to go out to my truck. Well, he doesn't have his shoes anywhere near him. So he takes mine, and I didn't know he did this until he came back. He takes mine and smushes the heels down on him. 
ipso fatso breaking the heel on the shoe. Yep. What a jackass. Because it's a piece of plastic inside and the thing snapped. Oh, my God. Did you kick him out of the house? Well, no, I couldn't because I needed his help doing something. Oh, yeah. I, I scolded him. Those are your shoes that you paid good I know. money for. I know. People are jerks. I don't like people wearing my shoes. I mean, if you listen, you, if you're going to you know, use, you know, take a shirt that I no longer fit into, yeah. okay, that's fine. I'm not giving you my shoes what, any more than I'd wear somebody else's shoes. Isn't there a level of, because we're family, I think he can get away with that. No. You know, no, no. I mean, if you came over my house and you said, well, I got to go out to my car, but my shoes are on the other side of the house, I'm just going to wear yours, Steve, and then uh, ruin my shoes that way. You, like, I wouldn't do that to in somebody else's household. All right. Well, let me flip it around on you. You and I have known each other for yeah. like 18 years, right? 19 yeah. years. I'm practically like your brother, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. Just go with me a on this one. I, 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 got a, yes. I got a point here. A second dysfunctional brother. Let's say I went to your house, yeah. right? And I said, hey, Steve, uh, hey, would you mind <laughs> if I wore a pair of your underpants for a while? No, 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 no. Yeah, I would never do that. <laughs> and no. you would never feel right. comfortable. Well, I'm not, that, that's, that's something beyond. No, you're, no, no, you're no, getting no, into no. something. It's a whole other level. Yeah. yeah. Shoes. And underwear are not something that should be shared between well, people. Well, a shoe is different because you have a sock on. You're not getting uh, all the... Listen, if you need to get outside, yeah. you take the... Um, I mean, I squeeze into my kids' Crocs all the time. You should see that. Yeah, it looks I bet like that's a, a looks, vision. It looks like a little package of little Smokies all tightened up. Listen, if they didn't spray that stuff into a, uh, into a shoe at a bowling alley, mm -hmm. I would never wear those shoes. I would almost consider buying my own bowling shoes. Yeah. If I bold enough to make it worth it. Listen, but one spray if, of an aerosol can will, you know, that's the stuff they should have used as a cure for COVID. If one spray can kill all the bacteria of all the people yeah, at thousands a bowling Thousands of alley, people with feet yeah, in those shoes. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, you know, but I don't, if they didn't spray it, if they didn't, because I always sniff before I put them on just to be sure. If they didn't smell so clean, I would never put them on. Same thing with the underwear. I wouldn't, I, you, if, if. I wore your underwear, you'd throw those underwear away, wouldn't yep, you? probably. You're damn right you would, because there's no way to feel comfortable. Or I'd put them together as a memory quilt. <laughs> <laughs> you could sell those from the broadcasting legend over here. Listen, I, I, it's my crotcheting project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bringing it back to your relative that won't allow the shoes inside the house, Steve? Yeah. This is brother. My yeah. brother, my my sister-in-law, really. Oh, yeah, her. God. My, uh, the woman I'm dating, we're going to a place next month, bed and breakfast place, that won't allow that either. So we have to bring, according to the website, we have to bring slippers. A bed and breakfast yes. is making you yes. take your shoes off? Yeah, no shoes inside the entire establishment. So Guess what? I'm right? finding another place to stay. Well, I thought of that, but the place looks really cool. So we've already, I already plunked down the, the down payment on it. And so we're going, and i got to figure out a way. Because I hate not just flip-flops, I hate slippers. So i got to figure this whole thing out. i got to find a, player, a pair of slippers that are acceptable. Is there like a, th do they have like a description of what slippers would be acceptable? No. Can you wear the fluffy bunny ones around? I won't do that. Why not? But I, I would wear, maybe I'd get a pair of moccasins or hold, something like that. I don't know. Hold on a second. Yes, go ahead. You're staying in a bed and breakfast. Yes. Okay. Yes. And you're staying with a lady friend. Yes. Okay. And they're telling you 
listen, you can stay at our place mm-hmm. and enjoy yourself for the whole weekend. Yes. But you cannot wear shoes. Yes. But correct. it is more than acceptable to do the nasty <laughs> on the sheets that we're going to have to clean. That's okay. That's not gross. You know, That's not unsightly or somehow unhygienic. But wear a shoe, then we're going to have problems. I'm going to isolate this clip and play it for the folks at that particular place and see how they react. You see what I'm getting at? I do. It's, I agree it, with you. Make sure you ask a, him to do an ID for us, too. Yeah, it's, <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. It's an inconsistent set mm-hmm. of rules. Mm-hmm. How can you tell somebody not to wear... Uh, uh, you, you shoot. You're going to be wiping your naked body right? with one of their towels. Yes, yes but uh, that's all happening in the privacy of your own room, where whatever it is is contained to the room. Whereas if you're wearing your shoes around the establishment, apparently it's on the carpet that everyone else is using. Yeah, you'd be better at a Motel Six, <laughs> lying on top of all them dead bed bugs. Why your Why's your moccasins have snail tracks on the bottom? <laughs> What's going on there? What's going on in that room? Good question. <laughs> it's 822 with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Gee, I guess Stephen Tyler's still in rehab. Aerosmith on Rock 102 with back Stephen Dave. Good morning. I mentioned this uh, earlier. The Tomorrow at uh, at Nathan Bills around 2 o'clock, it's the first annual Andrew J. McDonald Scholarship Fund Memorial Cornhole Tournament. Mm. Uh, it's actually a pretty cool event. Uh, they're raising money for a very good cause. There'll be food, there'll be music and raffles. And cornhole. If you want to sign up, I've uh, I've posted the uh, the sign up sheet. You can actually use the QR code to sign up on uh, the Back Stephen Dave uh, Facebook page. So make sure you do it. It's going to be a good time tomorrow at Nathan Bills. I've seen like World Championship style cornhole out in Iowa. They are like deadly serious about it out there. We used to travel with the Syracuse sports teams, and one game was in Iowa against the football team out there. Wall to wall out in the parking lot. I mean, like, for like a mile. Yeah. As far as you could see, people playing cornhole in Iowa. And they take it seriously, and they're swearing, and like... Well, this is a uh, double elimination tournament. So, you know, get your team together, sign up, and uh, raise money for the uh, Andrew J. McDonald Scholarship Fund tomorrow at Nathan Bill's uh, 110 Island Pond Road right here in Springfield. Have you ever seen the coverage of it on like ESPN2 or anything like that? These guys are, I mean, they never miss. No, they they know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, if you're, I mean, if you've got the, that kind of cornhole yep. and talent, yeah. you know, all you're thinking about all day is cornhole and all day long. Mm-hmm. You ever take it in the cornhole? No, uh, although I do have a beautiful set of cornhole boards. Did you ever, uh, t- oh, did you ever take your cornhole to Yarmouth? No, I never have. Uh, to <laughs> The uh, the Camelot in yeah. no I I, I R- never R- have but they're beautiful they're beautiful Green Bay Packer uh, cornhole boards Ooh, oh look man, at that you're wow. damn right about that we used to have the corn corn looking uh, corn on the cob looking corn holders for corn on the cob do you ever have those of course you, know, you don't yeah. want to burn your hands off right I like the uh, the butter spreader. I have one of those. Oh, the, in the shape of a corn on the cob thing? No, it's a, it's like a square. My sister got it from huh. me. It was from one of them pampered chef thingies. Yeah. You put the, the, the butter inside of it? You put the it? whole stick of butter in there, and you just push it out like you're pushing out deodorant. Oh. And you just rub the deodorant all over the all yeah. over the corn. Never That's seen the, one of them before. It's the best part about corn on the cob. Yeah. It's, like, it's just basically a butter delivery device. Mm-hmm. No, same as lobster, really. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, listen. Because without the butter, you got nothing. 
No, I don't know no, about no, that. No, I wouldn't say that. If I you mean, uh, if you had a nice mayonnaise and a and a celery and some onions, you could make a nice lobster salad without the butter. Well, I do, that's I second do like a, I do like a lobster roll. Yeah, but that's got lots of butter. By the way, did you go to the uh, the, the Steve's Boston Seafood? I yet? Haven't done that yet, but that I, it's place. on the list. It's yeah, on, it's on the list. The only- make sure you call ahead because it takes like twenty minutes for them to make the sandwich mm-hmm. because they're cooking the lobster fresh for you. Right Hold on, on Route Five, aka Enfield. Right so, on Route Five. Hold on a second. They don't put butter. In the lobster, no, in the lobster no, salad. on the rolls, on the roll. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah. so make, it's I, loaded with butter. I mean, like the, the the roll part. Well, yes, but that's still. I mean, you know, but you could theoretically <laughs> just eat the lobster salad in a bowl too, and it'd be could, delicious. You could, yeah. There Good you stuff. go. What would the point be? <laughs> because it's still delicious. You're gonna get. You can eat things without butter, but butter always makes it better. Yeah. It's eight thirty-two. News is next. A rock one hundred two tonight. 835 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car. Whether you trade it or not, it's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. May have some severe weather today, according to the National Weather Service. High winds between 40 and 60 miles per hour. Hail up to an inch in size. And some potentially heavy thunderstorms are possible starting late this morning into the early afternoon hours. And as a result... They may be some flight cancellations at Logan Airport and maybe even in Hartford at Bradley as well. There was a spike in fl- uh, flight cancellations at Logan yesterday into this morning because of the weather problems and, of course, all the other issues they've been having with um, pilot shortages and some of the flight scheduling problems. Nearly 400 outgoing flights were canceled or delayed yesterday at Logan one of several East Coast travel hubs that saw significant disruptions. Expect the same because of the weather today. All right. That sucks. Yeah. Meantime, Hamden County, currently the only county in New England, the only county in New England designated by the Centers for Disease Control as being high in COVID-19. How'd we get so lucky? I mean, what what are we doing in, in, uh, and by lucky, I mean totally facetious, but... Why us? What are what are we doing wrong? That's a damn good question. It doesn't address that in the story at MassLive.com. It just talks about how the CDC came up with this distinction as high community levels of COVID-19 in Hampton County, all due to hospital admissions and the percentage of hospital beds that are occupied. doesn't say anything about casual mentions that might yeah. be determined from home testing. It's a good question. I, yeah. I'm glad I waited till 837 in the morning to, uh, to raise it. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe somebody's got an answer for us. You've got a member of the medical community out there? Why no, we is don't. Hamden County so high? We don't have them out there because they're too busy dealing with the people with COVID. There's a road diet underway on Route 20 in West Springfield. Oh, I love road diets. Mm-hmm. Mm, all that asphalt. Yeah. I love eating asphalt. With a little butter, mm-hmm. like we talked about before. Oh, yeah. You put butter right on that uh, asphalt. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. So Route 20 has been reduced to two lanes already. Travelers can expect roadway stripping, rumble strips, and new paving markings. And this will all be happening from now through the end of June. Mm. The Mass DOT is resurfacing 1.2 miles of Route 20. Why are they are they putting rumble strips in to prevent you from speeding? 
What are they doing that for? It's uh, maybe to prevent you from crossing the yellow line like oh, many yeah. people do all the time and wind up getting in accidents on that stretch of roadway. You so, know, I don't know why I did this. I, I was driving down uh, William Street in Longmeadow the other mm-hmm. day, you know, like by the, the big Y. Yeah. And you know how they put those speed bumps in there? Yeah. Like behind the high school? Yeah. Well, you know, if you're not used to going down that road very often, and I haven't gone down William Street in a while, um, completely forgetting about these enormous speed bumps. It was almost like I was evil Knievel, uh, <laughs> you know, jumping buses at Caesar's Palace. I was, I mean, I was, <laughs> I almost got some real loft uh, yeah. going down that road. There is a street, and I don't know where it is because I usually uh, just use the GPS to take me there. But I like you can go to the airport, th- Bradley Airport, through Southwick, mm-hmm. and it takes you on these back roads. Like uh, it's all these tobacco fields and tobacco barns. Granby, and all that, stuff. that area. That yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's like Granby mm-hmm. Suffield, I, bu- yep. I believe yep. uh, that I'm in. Anyway, I'm driving down this one road, and I yeah, it's the one that goes right into the center of Suffield, I think. I think, or joins up with it. But either way, uh, they had these things called speed tables. Have you ever seen yes. those? Yes, yeah. man. It's like it's a, like you can see it, and all of a sudden, it's like one little bump, two little bumps, and then the whole thing is just like there's a big speed bump right there. So yeah. you better slow your. But ass it's not down. a bump; it's a table because it's kind of like a plateau, kind of like a butte. Yeah, and if you're going fast enough, yeah. you could do some serious damage to your car. Mm-hmm. Now, I was like eh, driving down this road, and I'm like, why is this thing like right here? Like, it, obviously, somebody complained and said uh, people are speeding down this road too much. We need to do something about the the traffic here. So they put two. There was two of them, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, the last time I went, which was a few months ago, there was nothing there. They removed them. Probably because people were complaining that, hey, this thing is doing some serious damage to your car. They also did that in Westfield. Westfield has, right on Elm Street, during the, where they revamped that whole new downtown area, yeah. they have two, or maybe there's more, but there's at least two right in the center of town, these speed bumps, like over the crosswalk. Yeah. And they took one out huh. because I think it was causing yeah. like the emergency vehicles going to the hospital issues by getting over those speed bumps. So it's like a, yeah, I mean, why It's like would... a crosswalk that's a speed bump, yep. basically. Yep. Seen them. It's not like your typical speed bump where it's, you know, protruding out of the ground, but it's high enough that if you were to fly over that, you would bottom out. Yeah. Probably. Well, that, that's my whole <laughs> point about the, uh, the one in Longmeadow. Is if you're not paying attention yeah. to the fact it's coming up, <laughs> I mean it's it, it's like a ramp. Yeah. Well, the launch. There there should be, and I think there probably are height regulations for how high a speed bump or table could be, depending on the speed limit on that road. Because my lady friend, again, we're driving around near where she lives, and there's new speed bumps all of a sudden. Like, whoa, where'd that come from? But they're very small, and yeah. this road has like a speed limit of probably 45 miles per hour. If it were any higher... It would destroy the you, car. Yeah, there you go. Destroy the yeah, car. That's it. You know what I want? I want to go over a speed bump that uh, my car freezes in midair, and the voice <laughs> of Waylon Jennings comes over and mm-hmm. says, I don't know how he's going to get out of this one. Yeah, that's... And then, yeah. And, and then my... Uh, my van horn is going, uh, uh, playing the Dixie. Uh, yeah, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Boss Hog takes off his hat and says, Oh, oh yeah. Dukes. Oh, yeah. 
Just to recap the construction issues on Route 20, in case you're interested, about a mile of it from East Mountain Road in Westfield to Dewey Street in West Springfield. And the benefits will include fewer crashes, calmer traffic, and safety for non-motorists like cyclists and more practical paths for emergency responders to get to people in need. So you're East Mountain bound, loaded up and drugging. We got to detour this traffic rolling road. Yes, thank you, Jerry Reed. Yes. Good news for the police department in Springfield and surrounding communities. More than 30 new recruits joining the Springfield Police Force after graduation from the academy yesterday. The ceremony held at Blake Arena at Springfield College. New lieutenants, new sergeants, and the entire graduating class of 38 new police recruits from the academy. They'll be sprinkled among the Springfield Police Department, the West Springfield Police Department, the Springfield College Department of Public Safety, and the Hampton County Sheriff's Department as well. I believe it was the words of the great the village people who once said, we need you, we need you, we need you, the new recruits. You know what? I don't know any more than three uh, village people songs, and that's not one of them. You don't know In the Navy? No, I don't know. I've heard In the Navy, but I didn't know the lyrics to it. Uh, nor did I. Is that one of the- We need you. you we need you, the new recruits. I know uh, the Macho Navy. Man. Yep. And, of course, YMCA. Yeah, yeah. right. And yep. then uh, what's the other one? Uh, there was Hot Cop. That Hot was one. Cop. That's that was the one. one I thought you were referencing. I don't even know that one. Yeah. You don't know Hot Cop? Nope. Oh, I think man. Bax is getting- Set I to am, play something over there. I am tr- in, the yeah, na- in the Navy. You think about it. Wait, you said 38, right? Yeah. Uh, 38 new recruits, yep. All the graduations party, par- all the graduation parties you have to go to. Mm-hmm. How can you make it to all of them? Right. You know, you're going to have to like spend 20 minutes at each one and then move on to the next one. You ever notice that at graduation parties? The graduation parties are more for the parents than they are for the kids because graduation parties. Yeah, kids only come for a little bit because there's ten graduation parties going on. Well, so they, like make from one one place to another. Not only that, they don't want to hang around with the parental units for any, a long period of time. That's at, right. Any, any one place. Yeah. yeah. You don't remember in the Navy mm. by the Village People. I remember I, the song. I know the song. Yeah. I just don't know the lyrics. I never really paid attention. But Another you, thing, Steve and I have in common. Makes you want to dance, doesn't it? No. But dance with a lot of leather on you. <laughs> I know it does for me. Mm. I want to dress up like a cop. All right, here we go. Well, it's, a, it's a, almost a six-minute wow. long song, but uh, really? Oh yeah. How long is the post? I thought it was going to be there. Mount, mount. Should I uh, advance a little bit? No, here it comes no. in three, two, one, go. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. That's a long one. Here we go. All right. Okay. You know, it's good. Yeah, it's gonna take forever for me to find With it. With the anyway, right. spa, swab my poop deck on the high sea in stop? the navy. Anyway, it is a classic. It is, and it does mention recruits. It's eight forty-five with back Steve and Dave coming up. Are you a helicopter parent or a free-range exploring parent? Imagine all the semen that was in the village people <laughs> in that song. Swabbing the poop deck. Oh, I'm sure. Oh yeah. I'm sure. Don't like to picture it. Anyway. On to our parenting styles and how it affects our kids. Coming up next on Rock 102. I know what you're thinking. You look at that price on top of the gas. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 853 and Black Crows. We're back, Steve and Dave, on Rock 102. They're going to be at Tanglewood 
on June 29th. Uh, tickets are on sale at Tanglewood.org. There, it's the uh, 32. It's 32 years ago their first album came out. Shake Your Money Maker. Hard to believe. 32 years. And so that show on the 29th is a week from this coming Wednesday. And by the way, Ringo Starr was supposed to play there tonight with his all-star band. That show in Lenox at Tanglewood rescheduled until September 5th. Doesn't say why. Um, Maybe COVID. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, he's kind of. I mean, he's got a huge band playing with him. Yeah, like he always does. So I don't know if it if it's him that's got COVID or somebody else has got COVID. But sure. they're they're not going to perform tonight. So that'll be uh, that'll be postponed and rescheduled. Yeah. If you have tickets for the show with Ringo Starr tonight, you will be able to use those original tickets for the September rescheduled show. All right. Uh, let's see here. I got something for you guys here that's interesting. Again, I kind of hinted at it before. Are you a helicopter parent or a kind of free-range explorer parent? How would you classify your two parenting styles? I don't know. I mean, it's a little mix of both, I think. Okay. I don't uh, I don't consider myself to be a, a, a helicopter parent. Uh, you know, I don't put a lot of pressure on the kids. But, you know, I'm... You know, I, when they were young, you know, I was as involved as a dad could possibly be, mostly because I had the, 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 the time and the schedule to do it. Well, involved is one thing, but it's not the same as being helicopter, as you guys know. It's yeah. a, helicoptering is a little bit invasive and uh, overly aggressive sometimes. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting. According to a new study from Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh, whether you're a helicopter parent or a free-range exploring parent determines the political af- affiliation of your kid in the future. So do you guys think your kids will be liberal or conservative or somewhere in between? Uh, I just hope that they make good decisions. That's all I really care about. I don't really care what political affiliation they have. And frankly, I teach them not to bother with politics so much because it's... A bunch of bullshit, isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> well, I think I think my kids have all arrived at, at like separate points of view. Mm-hmm. Like they're very individualistic. They're all right. very very different from each other. And and I think they're I think they're like their social and political values right uh, are not cookie cutter. They're all they're all different, which what? I think is great. I mean, they've arrived on those decisions. And that value system on their own, which I think is the way it's supposed to be. I agree, and 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 obviously their their DNA factors into that. That has nothing to do with how you parented them. But according to this study, helicopter parents will breed conservative Republicans, and free range exploring parents will breed liberal Democrats. You know, that's uh, funny you said that because uh, I told my daughter the other night that she couldn't go to a sleepover, and then all of a sudden she started. Uh, attacking the house and uh, running inside and grabbing my laptop and wearing this big horn hat on her head. And, yeah, uh, you kind know. of like the riot that occurred in the Capitol. Very much oh, so. What riot? I never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was kind of the free-range parent because I'm not a helicopter parent, and Dash is liberal, so uh, maybe it, maybe it, it figures. I don't know. But I, I'm, I'm like... Reg- well, what was the other parent, though? The other parent of Dash. Uh, obviously, Dash had a, has a mom, right? Also, same way. Yeah. Same way as me. We both parented in the same... Not not that we weren't involved in everything he did, Yeah. but just kind of, hey, determine your own outcome there. You know, even when it came to sports, and you know I'm a big sports guy, exposed him to sport after sport. He wasn't good at it. He didn't care about it. I wasn't going to push. Yeah. Like, well, okay, that's, that's, that's cool. Know, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. You know, 
I, you know, like I said, you know, when I was when I was a kid, my my parents are very very liberal, and I'm a much more moderate than than they are. It's, yeah. I don't think it had anything to do with the style. I just think it has to do with your life experience, where it takes you, and and you know what connects with you. Well, I mean, it, I know some kids who have been helicopter parented, and and you know, they're, it's a very uh, you know, in a very strict environment. Yeah. And they're not necessarily conservatives. They may rebel against that. Yeah. But it, it may have more to do with their their general genetic structure. And this is my argument all, all along and why I would debunk this theory is that nature is much more powerful than nurture. Much more powerful. I know I have friends of mine who have parented a, a son and a daughter about the same age, the same way, and one goes one way, and the other goes the other way. Well, I th- I think you have to consider birth order in that, too, because mm-hmm. there really is something to the psychology of birth order and where mm-hmm. a kid falls as far as, you know, you know, you know it, first-time parents tend to be a little bit more strict mm-hmm. than yeah. the parents of two kids right. or three. Ah, we've done this already. Let them go. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, you may be a helicopter parent, but mm-hmm. the way you par- but but there are other parts of your parenting sure. that may have a greater effect than you know, than than your style initially. A lot there's a lot of factors in it. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Yep. I'm a, one or the other. I'm not. I'm less of a helicopter parent and more of a TWA Flight 800 parent. Where just, <laughs> <laughs> it you're seems a, a like lo- it's going well, yeah. but one day it's just gonna blow to pieces. Yeah, you're a Lockerbie parent, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> God. I'm more of a Segway parent. <laughs> it's 8:59 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. 